I'm going to be discussing the article Arguers as Lovers by Wayne Brockerick today. Overall, this article was good. I enjoyed reading it. And I'm going to be trying to like under, try to like get an understanding of the three senses that Arguers was. First, like it was like interpreted into like a sexual aspect, like as a metaphor, using rape, seduction, and lover as the stances. That's the characterization they used throughout the thing. So the rape concept was like I hope I'm if I am interpreting it right, I'm assuming that like it's discussing it preferred it or referenced it as rape because it was like discussing that like they was powerful in a physical and psychic aspect and they was like willing to do what they had to do to get the results they wanted so they used like commands and threats throughout their argument which was kind of like okay like they would that's what they advocate for the power and like they're gonna be willing to do whatever they wanted to do to get what they wanted to do and have their point across in the argumentative stance. And the next one was the next one was the seduction. Seduction was really good. I like I like seduction because I see seduction and more of a like at the political stance I see the seduction. Because, like, it's not, like, the point they're, like, seducing them in, like, an intimate way. Like, but in the political stance, they always, like, you know, they feed their audience what they want to hear and get us, like, drawn into what they're saying. Which, once they're, like, we're drawn to what they're saying, then we immediately going to listen to them and side to them what their argument wanted to be. So, I see that a lot with the seducing the seduction with a political stance and power of it and i like that because you see day-to-day to day issues sometimes i don't notice that i use seduction and to my arguments when i'm doing it like you know like saying little things that i know that's going to appeal to the other side which i don't notice i do but i've been told i do this often I know certain things I do or say will appeal to the other side. So that's why I do it for they can gravel towards my side of the argument. And the last one, of course, this should be like everybody's goal to aim for is the lover, not lover, it's love characterization of argumentative stance. And with the love... It's pretty much saying like you consider the other person in the argument. And if you consider the other person in the argument, you're going to consider what they're saying. You're going to feed off this person. You, It's like you're looking at the other person as a person. And for the whole argument or stance, you will like, you will want it to end up having a power parenting. Not like a superb party, like for the other two, like for seduction and for seduction and rape, they the power only leads to one side or the other side. It's never like in between. But for the lover, like you practice a lot of like having equal power within itself, which 
it's hard to have because as I feel like if you're trying to state an argument, like it can't always be equal because you're trying to get your point across and also trying to understand their points. But at the same time, like one is going to lead towards one another. So that's why I feel like the argumentative stance of love is very, it's going to be very hard to have or replicate. So love is a good thing that you should um, try to pursue, but it's going to be hard because during love, like it creates an open environment for everybody to say what they want to say, but also that leads up to other things that's being open up. So overall, lovers are the only ones that can grow from the situation because they include themselves in arguments and care about the other the other people who's involved in it, which I agree, if you want to grow from an argument, you should definitely lead towards using the characteristic, uh, the argument of love versus seduction and rape.